What up, what up, what up, what's happening, y'all? You know what time it is. It's 7 o'clock tonight. It's a quiet tonight storm. It's Wednesday. It's time for <coughs> Out of Bounds. Featuring Brandon Lawrence, Carlo Kellum. Bringing you in. Trevor Kelsey's bringing us into the soulful sounds of Miles Davis. Hey, man, what's happening? It's snowing out there. It's cold. It's wet. But, hey, we got sports. So, that's I mean, that's a good. You still have a good life. Look, man, Out of Bounds, your host, Brandon Lawrence, Carlo Kellum is coming on the way. It's slow going out there, man. Be careful. Be, you know, don't tailgate. Don't go fast. Take your time. Leave early. If you have to leave, you know, if you don't have to leave, stay at the stay at the house and uh, wait until tomorrow. Wait till these roads get cleared off. But, hey, most important, be safe. Look, man. What's happening? Sports time, out of bounds. Uh, well, before I start, let's. What is that? I don't know. We're on Twitter, man. OOB Radio, OOB Radio, uh, Facebook. I don't know. Look at this. Something out of bounds. Backsplash. Back, backsplash. Backslash. Front slash. I don't know. But anyway, whatever. Whatever it is, man. Everybody's talking about this crazy mess, man. What's happening? What's going on? What's going on with Trevor Kelsey's Philadelphia Eagles, man? They're dropping everybody. Last year, it was uh, it was the receiver. It was Sean Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. This year, it's Shady McCoy. Um, Chip Kelly's going bonkers. They put all their money on uh, on that whack quarterback. <laughs> it didn't make it through the season. I don't even remember his name. But he didn't make it through the season. It may not matter because he may not be you know? the quarterback next year anyway. Well, I mean, you know, it's Nick what? Foles, by the way, is his name. Yeah, Nick Foles curious. from Texas. Arizona, actually. I thought he was a Texas boy, though. Wasn't He's he born from in Texas? born in Texas. Yeah, he that's what I'm talking about. He went to Drew Brees, yeah, but yeah. Arizona. Texas boy. Yeah, went to Arizona, but, you know, nobody really cares at this point or will ever care, I don't think. But, hey, I'm happy. I was talking to friends of mine. We're happy. Hey, the Cowboys are happy, man. The Philadelphia Eagles have just abdicated the uh, NFC East. Not like they were going to win it anyway. Are you happy to the point where the Eagles may sign DeMarco Murray now? Oh, if they get him, they can have him. Oh, they can have they him, can have huh? Him. There's too many running backs out there, man. I don't think they'll go after him. Yeah. I won't be shocked. I thought he'd be a giant. Now, I, as an Eagle fan, I will not be surprised if they don't go after Sue, though. So don't be surprised yeah. if they don't do that. No, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt Especially that. Especially with the cutting of Trent Cole as well as other high-priced defensive players. So if they get Sue, you know what? I want to, I want the Redskins to get Sue because then he'll Albert be Hainsworth a too. guaranteed bust. <laughs> I got I got a riff, uh, my boy is a Redskins fan Leroy Henry. Um, yeah, does he remind you bust. of their Super Bowl wins all the time? Even though they've only been to the playoffs twice in twenty years. Nah, he's 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 mad, man. He's mad. They, he's, they have nothing. To, they have nothing to lean on. Nah. I have a Redskins fan that's a good friend of mine, and Not all he does is remind me of their Super Bowl wins in the seventies and eighties. I don't even remember the Redskins winning. Well, I do. I'm Mark Ripken, ninety one. I'm not gonna lie. But they've well, been of the playoffs. Course, of course, Doug Williams, yeah. But we make fun of the Bengals for how bad they are over the last decades. The Redskins have been in the Super Bowl, or I mean, the playoffs twice in 20 years. They're, they're worse than horrible. anybody. But yeah, nobody, the Redskins are horrible. They're terrible. But I, but people are used to the Redskins being bad. They're, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just, it's, they're just used to it. But um, yeah, like I said, I'm happy, man. I'm happy. I mean, it's a bunch, you know, it's, it's one of those, it's a bunch of stuff going, it's a bunch of activity going on in the NFL. 
and it, and it's crazy. It's it's you know the Texans, the Texans and Andre Johnson. But I mean, you know, here's the theme though, the way I see it. And uh, Des Bryant and the and the Cowboys and DeMarco Murray and the Cowboys. Um, they just saw. They just said that uh, what's his name? Peyton Manning's taking a four million dollar pay cut to stay with uh, the Denver Broncos. So it's 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 a bunch of stories going on in the NFL. But here's the things, man. I mean, you know, we got we sh- we need to play. We need to play some Chris Brown, man. They're not loyal, man. Nobody's loyal, man. Nobody's loyal. I see people texting, texting, Facebooking, Twittering, tweeting, talking about, oh, man, Andre Johnson gave his heart and soul to the, who is it, the Houston Texans. Des Bryant, he went all out this year for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he, he blood, sweat, and tears. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, man. Do you, you, do, you, do, you did see the combine last week or two. Um, it's like it's, his, it's always a fresh crop of players. So there's never going to be a shortage of players, and there's never going to be a shortage of players that are going to play for less money that they're going to have to play these pay these uh these superstars. I mean that's just how it is. And by the way, you could probably get about the same production when it comes down to it because you know it's it's only so many balls to go around. It's only one ball to go around. You can only run it. Only one person can run it. Only one person can catch it, and only one person can throw it. So, it, it doesn't that there is there's no loyalty, man. There's no loyalty. All the box, all the box seats and the suites, they're sold, man. You know, it's 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 entertainment, folks. And you know, you can't get attached to a player. And that, I mean, but you can. But more than likely, you're gonna be attached. If you're attached to one single player, you're gonna be attached to multiple teams. Well, That's you, just the nature of the business these days. You gotta remember, Brandon. It's, it's not like even in the NBA, where it's, it's very rare, and in baseball, it's still somewhat rare nowadays too. Is you don't unless it, a player's career has ended shortly, short by injury, right. i.e., at Aikman or, or even an Irvin, right, or uh, Joe Theismann. Players don't end their careers. I mean, Emmitt Smith ended with the Cardinals. Joe Namath was with the Rams. You know, I mean, right. Uh, right. hell, Peyton Manning. Look what he—he he was kind of thrown away by the Colts. I mean, they knew they had Andrew Luck as a backup, but still, kind of. Well, kind of. They knew he, they were hoping he would, you know, be the first pick and they would get him in number <laughs> one. But uh, they had him as a backup plan, so they were able to kind of dismiss him the way they did. I mean, Elway retired, yes, with the Broncos, but I mean, they're few and far between, of, and especially in the NFL, that didn't involve an injury like Elway. That a player spends his entire career. I mean, McNabb. It doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, Jaworski left the Eagles before retiring. McNabb went to the Redskins and Vikings. It, yeah. Hell, Brett Favre went to the Vikings. He was a Packer for. Right. Of course, he did start with the Falcons, but. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, you know, it's, it's it, it doesn't it doesn't happen. It's not going to happen anymore. Michael Jordan and it, played for the Wizards, <laughs> and and it's one of those. Also, it's one of those things too. People are playing longer. Players are playing longer. So that the, the byproduct of that is. You you wearing out your welcome because people the teams are constantly making plans for the future, yeah. Um, and you've got to they've got to do that. It's a business. So, it, the longer you play, the longer the more chance that you're not going to stay with that one team. And it's a double edged sword. It's I always compared to what the, like the, the Celtics have done in the past, and and they've gotten away with that when Ainge took over. But when you look at the Celtics, especially in the seventies. Where they had serious drop offs, and in the eighties to the nineties, where they would hold on to their parish and the bird and the McHales until the, the the very end, 
And if you don't, it's a like I said, double-edged sword because you can either be as a fan, you can see your favorite player that you watched for a decade retire with your team, but watch your team probably fall flat off the cliff when that person retires because you don't have a backup plan right away and it, and you can't just suddenly turn it around in the snap of fingers. Or you can see that guy go away probably three or four years before he retires and you start rebuilding in the middle of a process. It's 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 a hard thing to to swallow. I know yeah, yeah, for the it, it's hard to fan. be done. I know as, as, a, as a Pacer fan, I was lucky to have Reggie Miller end his career in the middle of a transition between his era and another era, and he was able to stay with them. But it doesn't happen like that very, very rarely. It does. I mean, you know, that's that's that's, that's the way it is. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's just a business. The way it is. It's a business, folks. It's a business, man. As Nino it's, Brown once said, it ain't personal, it's business. It ain't personal. <laughs> I want, it's, it's, who's giving out turkeys this Thanksgiving? That's <laughs> another Nino Brown reference? or yeah. uh, <laughs> He is his brother's t- keeper. Who's giving out turkeys, man? One of the best lines of all time in a movie. <laughs> Sit your, uh, was it, $5 rear end down before I make change. change. That's right. <laughs> My favorite lines <laughs> of all time. This, this you know what, is expired. Get me a new one. Yeah. <laughs> Rock-a-bye, baby. Yeah, exactly. Hey, man. Hey, if you're watching this, if you're watching the game, you're watching the game. But if you're not, Louisville's losing. So, but it's just first quarter. I mean, first half, whatever. Hey man, it's an interesting story. Side note about this game and uh, Notre Dame's Notre Dame's player, uh, the the guard Demetrius Jackson. He's uh, you know, he's, he's I think he's a you know, he's a sophomore. He's a sophomore from uh, I don't know, Mishawaka, whatever. What is that? Indiana? I don't know. But anyway, he's uh, he's he's a foster kid, man. He's a foster kid. I mean, he's one of those kids that uh, you know. Kind of thrown to the side, and um, but beat the odds, and um, you know made his way to uh, made his way to uh, to a D one college, which is cool. That's a feel good story. McDonald's All American, um, you know, from Northern Indiana. I guess Mashakwa is in Indiana, but uh, yeah, man, that's, that's some crazy stuff. I mean, you know. Just, just, just in the side, just talking about talking about the Louisville Notre Dame. This kid Demetrius Jackson. That's a good. That's a cool feel good. Some feel good stuff, man. Feel good stuff. But um, and then, but but <laughs> we got some more. We got some more stuff. Did you know Will Chamberlain? They said Will Chamberlain had a son, Trevor. I'd hope so. He might have had a. Well, you, 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 t- you like go to, you go a, to like bat a, that uh, many times, and you're bound to hit a home run once. Well, I don't know. I mean, has, I don't know because his, his his kids like, uh, well, I don't know. I guess back in the day, people wouldn't have uh, people wouldn't you know. Back, Even if he did wear protection twenty thousand times, twenty thousand times. I don't think players were like you know, real out there with their kids like it is now with paparazzi and all that other type of stuff. Yeah. I think it was like I think he was like a. He was a secret, you know, uh, uh, a love child or something like that. This kid named Levi. He had a son named Levi. Aaron Levi. He's 6'5", so maybe he could be. I don't know. But that's just, you know, just something to just, – just a little little other little – other, a little tidbit. But look, man, you know, we already talked about it. It's a business. That's how it is. Um Whatever, man. But I'm telling I'm looking forward. I'm already looking forward to football. I know we're in college basketball. Looking forward to college basketball. Looking forward to the Final Four and all that other good stuff. 
But I'm looking forward to um I'm looking forward to football because I, I mean you know, I, I've always said it before I'm a football guy college football pro football I'm looking I mean it's just like it's just one of those things right now what's going on spring training um which is cool that's, that's good to go Britain, let me you started that up let me ask you a question you've already made fun like of my football. Eagles for their movements yesterday and I really can't deny that but. Let me ask you your question as a Cowboy fan. They've made a kind of a question, I don't want to say questionable, but a uh, a, uh, a a a hard decision by tagging Des Bryant over DeMarco Murray. Is a Cowboy fan happy or unhappy about that decision? Um I mean, it's what, you know, personally I'm unhappy cuz I, you know, just like I I'm putting I guess I'm uh, putting myself in the people that I was talking about those shoes earlier. I'm 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 unhappy because I like Des Bryant. I think he he's like the heart and soul of the team. Um, he had a great year last year, but at the same, you know, by the same token, I understand that it's a business and they've got to do it. You know, I mean, hopefully for him, even if they franchise him next year, and they fran they franchise him this year, they'll franchise him next year. Maybe he'll make you know he still makes a bunch of a bucket of money. And hopefully, you know, he's still young enough. I think he's just 26 right now, still young enough to cash in because you can't do it, you know, after next year. I'm talking uh, franchising. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of messed up. But you realize that it's just it's, it's one of those things, man. You realize that um, it's, it's not all fun and games. It's the business part of it. It's the money part of it. And you, you as a fan – you got to live with that. You live and die with that, and it's not it's not great, but that's just it is what it is. I wish they wouldn't have franchised him, but, hey, you know, I wish they signed Murray back. They probably won't. They'll probably lose Murray, but that's just how it goes, man. Safe to say the Cowboys will be drafting a running back because I believe, well, they, they released Joseph Randall, did they not, after he stole underwear again <laughs> or uh, did whatever he I don't know. know. He wasn't every down back anyway, so, you know, he's like he's one of those replacements. Replaceable guys. He's and, not irreplaceable. And I'm trying to remember the third running back they had. I, I'm drawing a blank in my mind of after it was Randall. There was two guys they had. Uh, I don't know. And, but it was irrelevant. Yeah, I'm assuming. Choice? No, nah, Choice is gone. He, he was there the year before. Yeah, they released well, him last year. Well, uh, we signed we signed Cole Beasley. Uh, what's his name? Is that his name? Cole as an Eagles fan, that makes me happy. He's good. <laughs> as an Eagles fan, that makes me happy for you. Beasley, he's, he's cold, man. He was the third, fourth option. No, he was the third option. Do you yeah. get? Do you worry yourself and your fans if you're Jerry Jones with Des Bryant to going into next year with another franchise tag, or do you give Des Bryant that contract extension? Is it worth it? Do you tread on eggshells with the recent news of uh, his the the TMZ uh, auctioning for the video well, of his mother and that? Whole I think situation? that's a lie. So I think I think that was that was that was the unnecessary part. I believe the to to dirty him up and to um make him you know make him make something out of nothing and to um portray him as some, you know, really, really bad guy. And that's the reason why we're not giving him his money that he deserves. You know, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna give him the money, that's one thing. Don't give him the money. But uh it, it you know, you don't have to lie about it, man. You don't have to lie, Craig. You know, it's it's like you don't just don't give just say, well, look, man up, we're not gonna give him the money. We're gonna franchise him. It's a business decision. Um we sat down and talked to Dez. He understands it. So you know, let's do that. But I mean, go ahead and do that. But don't put these rumors out there, and, and and all of them are unsubstantiated, and you never see any tape. This isn't a Ray Rice type situation, man. 
Oh, yeah, shout out to Ray Rice. You got that 1.5 out of 3.5. That's a come up, man. That's a come up for Ray. You know, that's a come up for Ray Rice. That's a come up for uh, that's a, that's a one for the literally one for the little guy. You can't not give the guy his money, man. Come on. I mean, you know, he 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 deserved his money. He signed a contract. You you're the one to cut him, and then you lied up. You know, you gave him the runaround, and um, said you know we're going to suspend him for two games, and it ended up being a season. And now, but he did it partly to himself. Now he's probably going to you know I don't know. It's it's in limbo whether or not he's going to get uh, picked up by anybody because the running back, you know, whether you like it or not, the running back position, folks, is it's just it's not a commodity anymore. It's just you know fullbacks are gone. You know it's just not a commodity. The game has changed. You know it's more of a, it's more of a it's a passing league. Um, they're throwing more to the tight ends. The tight ends are getting the throws that the running backs that the carries for the from the carries that the running backs used to get. And that's just how it is, man. And those kids like Cole Beasley, those uh, slot backs or whatever you call them, scat backs, whoever. You know those the ones that are getting knocked out, like Julian Edelman. <laughs> those the you know that that that's, that's a run. That's a run. Back. You mean slot receivers? Yeah, slot. Whatever. You just scat back. It's scat backs are like more just, like Darren Sproles. <laughs> no, Edelman's a scat back. Beasley's a scat back. They're all scat. No, they're backs, not man. backs because they don't play running back. They play receiver though. But it's just a, a no. It's, but that's receiver. what I just said though. They're getting the balls that the running yeah, backs like used to get. Plays and it's a like run. That, yeah, it's a run play. That's, that's that's something Andy Reid really put into full motion. Yeah. I mean, the, the West Coast run. offense in general at its best is short passing. It's a run, you know. I mean, when you throw the ball behind a line of scrimmage and somebody's blocking for you, it's a run. So you're not surprised that the Eagles would get – I mean, while a quality individual player, even though he's coming off a knee injury, was considered to be probably the best rookie rookie of the year just the year before his rookie season, and, and Kiwi Alonzo, the, the linebacker, and – Trust me, Philadelphia needs linebackers desperately. Are, trying to are, spin, right? Are you trying to say, well, I'm, I'm trying to be Spinning. as positive as I can in the situation <laughs> uh, when you give up your, your, your all-time leading running back at 28 uh, <laughs> for, for a linebacker in one knee. <laughs> but it, it, are, but like you just said, though, it's running backs. And we kind of saw this a little bit the year before when Trent Richardson was almost given up as the fourth pick. To the for even though he got a first round pick return, but they gave up on him very quickly because the, and the Browns said, you know, there's no reason to use a pick that high on a running back when you can get running backs in the fourth, fifth, sixth, right. seventh rounds. And we right. saw this again last. I think it was this year's draft. I talked about this on my show, and, and I wish I could remember the stats exactly because I had my my producer look it up for me. But this year was the first draft that hadn't had a running back go in the first round in like 50 years. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I think it, it's a trend. And when there was two in the second round, granted, and this year might be another one. I mean, we might not see a first round go a running back go in this first round. Todd Gurley is a possibility, but injuries are obviously a question mark. Uh, I think we'll see numerous backs go in the second, and third rounds because there is a deep crop of running backs in this draft. But none have really. It, it's been. It's not. I don't know if quarterback will ever reach that goal, but it's looking like the teams are realizing. Listen, you, if one the days of the lone running back are gone, the, you're almost anybody's going to run two and oh, three no. running backs yeah. on a regular basis. No. So why use a first round pick on a running back when we're going to have he's only going to get a third maybe and not a third that might be extreme but you know a smaller percentage of the carries that he would have gotten or any other running back would have gotten back you know ten years ago the drafting like fantasy football man yeah because you, you know like, you're going like to use two backs fantasy, or three backs it's it's like it's like uh, 
what is it? Life imitates art. I mean, if you go into any fantasy football draft, nobody drafts a running back first. They're, they're going to, you know, you're going to, you know. If you're, in a P- if you're not drafted. a PPR, it depends. So, but I mean, you know, but, but you know, for the, we get technicalities and all that. But for the <laughs> most part. fantasy football, I get technical. People, people don't get, people don't draft running backs. Um, because, just because of what you just said, Trevor, because, you know, you can get a running back. You can get it. and then plus, if you got if you got a good scheme, you can make yourself a running back. You know, you can you can turn an average player. I mean, Denver did it for years. I think Chip. I, mean, I think Chip Kelly's exact quote when he was talking to the owners about trading LeSean McCoy. Huh? In a perfect scheme, we will make the running back. The running back doesn't make up. I mean, and then plus, you think about it. The 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 offense that he runs, which is to me, is a gadget offense. Can't be. You're running all these. What hundred plays game? All this crazy mess. You know, it's like a sh- it's, football it's, on mess. <laughs> yeah, you know, it doesn't work. But he's gonna he's gonna try to make it work. You know, he's gonna go out with guns blazing. Blah blah blah. And it, and I don't know that who I don't know what running back fits that scheme. You know, Cut I don't back. know any running back that fits that scheme. So he, because he's run, you know, he doesn't run. He doesn't necessarily run. And that was a concern of McCoy, supposedly. Also, carries, yeah. What it seems to be also that McCoy felt like he was forgotten about in certain clutch moments, and he was. It was noticeable, especially to not only myself, but a lot of fans that follow the Eagles heavily, writers too. And also, I mean, it's Kelly seems kind of have this like. Like he's stall, he wants to be the Stalin of of, of the locker room. He doesn't <laughs> want he doesn't want to hear criticism. He doesn't want anybody to like act like they know as much as he does. I mean, it was nice of him to take time out of to make this trade from writing his book, which is entitled "I Invented the Game and You Didn't," and that's what it seems like. You saw it with Deshaun Jackson. I guess I'm thankful as an Eagle fan we got something from McCoy opposed to Deshaun Jackson. You saw Trent Cole <laughs> released, Kerry Williams, all strong headed, and not only strong headed, but previous regime signed gentlemen or drafted guys that are out the door. And I, I hope it doesn't turn out to be another Redskins old ball coach 2001 where he starts bringing every ex-cult, I mean, our ex-player that he coached in college. I don't want to see our training camp look like Mariota battling Joey Harrington and Dennis Dixon for the starting position and Kenyon Barber and, and Michael James starting in the backfield. I, I don't want to see that at Oregon or at, at Philadelphia like well, you saw what what old ball coach did in Washington, bringing in all his ex players that that flattened yeah. out. It'll it'll be the same. It'll be the same effect. Uh, I mean, feel it. You know, they end up they end up like uh, what is it? Oh yeah, you end up like a. Uh, <laughs> well, you gonna end up like a disconnected telephone. Well, man. at halftime they might no do rings, like, baby. They might do like Mighty Ducks. <laughs> nice. They might do like the Mighty Ducks two and three at halftime of a game. They might just switch into Oregon Duck uniforms. And come out at halftime, and the, they say, "Screw you, we're no longer the uh, USA hockey team. We're the Mighty is, Ducks." Does Philly wear Nike too? <laughs> uh, Nike does sponsor, I believe, the NFL. Yes, do they? I'm, I'm not. No, uh, not everybody. Well, no, I think they do now. Under You're, Armour, right? Because Under Armour did the draft. Under Armour did the uh, combine. I'll have to look into. It's been a while. When I worked in yeah. when I worked in Jersey retail, I know. The NFL would change. I think it was Reebok owned everybody but three teams, and it was like the Niners, the Chargers, and somebody else were Adidas, and everybody else was Reebok. But I think Nike bought out the whole league. I might be wrong because I know. And then plus, it was uh, it was uh, Adidas had that flap with the with the combine with that kid with the kid that uh, J. It was a JJ Nelson got the fastest. Uh, he ran the fastest combine time. UAB, he's a UAB receiver. 
He ran the fastest combine time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did not. But he did. He's he's five ten, one hundred fifty six pounds. He ran a four two eight. But Adidas had a contest where the person that runs the fastest combine time gets a hundred thousand dollars. And JJ Nelson went up to the whatever the players' suite or whatever, signed his uh he 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 uh got his he picked the Adidas shoes, but he didn't sign the contract, so he didn't get his hundred thousand bucks. And he's like, hey man, he's confused why he did not get his hundred thousand dollars. Um, because what ha- what was happening was they changed it. Adidas changed the rules. It used to be that um. You know the the people would just you know they would get up pick they would yeah they would pick the shoes and not sign a contract period they take the hundred thousand they win take the hundred thousand dollars and then sign with Nike or something like that but they didn't and then Adidas didn't like that so they made that uh, contingent the hundred thousand dollars contingent on you signing a contract with them and of course Adidas has the option to either get you or not get you um, and then JJ Nelson was like hey man where's my hundred thousand and he did not. Get it. Good news to J.J. Nelson, though. Adidas Brandon might, Cooks won it, Oregon State receiver. Good news for them, though, is that uh, if one thing's for certain, he may not get his money from Adidas, but if you run the fastest 40 and you're at least six feet or taller, the Raiders are going to take you in the first round anyway. And for clarification. No matter, no matter how good you are in college. For clarification, Under Armour only sponsors the combine. Oh, okay. okay. That's uh, Carl, Cl- uh, Carl Kellum, by he, the way. While we were talking, us. he was Googling. He was <laughs> Carlo Kellum. He's been here this whole time, Cargo ladies and gentlemen. He just Google said he's been Kellum. very quiet. That's, that's yeah, he was Googling. <laughs> Rain, sleet, or snow can't keep me away from the microphone. Yeah, but I don't, yeah, I think, I, I don't think, yeah, I think that, uh, I don't think Nike, like, sponsors the whole NFL. I thought they did. I'll, I'll look did it they? up real quick because when we go to break here in about five minutes, too, I'll, I'll, I'll confirm it. Because but. people can wear, like, whatever, like the cleats and stuff. They can wear. Oh, you're talking about the uniforms? I'm talking about the uniforms. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe. The, 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 but I know the they shield can, itself. Kids can, people can wear whatever shoe they want to wear, I, as I understand it. But, yeah, man, that was uh, uh who? Trey Watt, Philip Dorsett. Everybody's talking about him. He ran a 4-3-3. I don't know, man. Kid, the combine. What? what is the combine is has the combine become pretty much useless? I don't think so. You can find your Russell Wilson in the combine. How? That's how Seattle found him. He performed very well in the combine, even though he went in the later rounds. They had their eye on him based well, off Russell, his combine. Uh, Russell Wilson results. was was like winning already, though. He 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 didn't he win. He won the. Uh, I mean, he was at. He won the Big that? Ten with Wisconsin. Yeah, it was Wisconsin though. I mean, he wasn't a, like a first round draft pick. Wisconsin's had some quarterbacks come yeah, out. Yeah, but there. he was a late round draft pick, and he impressed Seattle by his performance in the combine. Just you know, but it doesn't mean anything. Look at Teddy Bridgewater did terrible in the combine. He's rookie of the year. We had a bad pro day. He had a real yeah pro day. He had a real yeah. bad. By, by the way, real quick to, to sum up this uh, this debate: uh, New Era handles all on field headwear. Under Armour sponsors all combine and equipment. And Nike does have the official license of the NFL as of 2012. Okay, taking it from Reebok. There we go. The NFL's bankrupt some companies. They put remember they put Pro Player out of business because they were so expensive to sponsor. Reebok went in and out with them non- nonstop. Uh, Adidas had problems keeping teams. The NFL's a very expensive trademark. <laughs> I learned those these things while I was working at uh, retail and sports uh, gear. Well, I mean, you know, Nike is like you can't. You're not going to bankrupt Nike. Because they've got no, no, a lot of bread, and they do so much. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, and not that's that's that's. Uh, I guess Under Armour's trying to get into that 
into that realm. Uh, they tried to do it with with Kevin Durant. Um, they've got Stephon uh, Curry. Um, hopefully, you know they're still yeah. third by far behind. Reebok well, yeah, and but they're Dyson. young though. They're still young. But we, how many times have we talked? I just mentioned, you know, you have well, Adidas is owned by Reebok now, but I mean, I mentioned a pro player. How many times have we seen that that up and comer come around over the last couple of decades and just never still get past the Reebok slash Nike realm? I mean, it's always going to be like those. I mean, hell, even Reebok absorbed Adidas, as I mentioned. I mean, so I mean, it's always going to be those two, and there's always kind of that third stepchild that always wants to keep trying to step up. But yes, yeah, like but that, never never gets past the the kids' table at Thanksgiving. It's kind of like Pizza Hut, Domino's, and Papa John's. Papa John's is yeah. number three. Worldwide, then you always have your occasional snappy material. I, I think Under Armour has a, can give them a good run for their money. I think so Although too. Man. Under Armour is pretty you know, popular among athletes, and you know what I think it is? I think it's the kids, man. Yeah, because it's that's just like with Nike. Because when we were coming up, it was Converse, it was Magic and Bird, yep. yeah. right? Then who started wearing who started wearing Nike? Dope man. Not well, oh, well. Jordan. But I, I started mean, Jordan, wearing because of the dope man, the NWA tennis shoes. Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's because well, that's because you, you, you that's because you from Louisville. You know what I'm saying? That's because you from Louisville. You try to grab anything, man. But I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> in the, in Detroit they went top tens, right? I mean, every 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 place, every region has their shoe, and every era has their shoe, like. It was, you know, for my my cousins who were older than me, it was Converse, 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 right? For me, for us, Nike. Nike that's all you had. I mean, Nike was like Trevor, was you LA the thing to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I was Trevor. I was the kangaroo shoes. That's oh, kangaroo, kangaroo LA gear. No, I was I was Lottos. I was Converse, very rare, very little Converse, but mostly Nike because Vans. I was. I think I got my first Jordans in third grade, third or fourth grade. I was in when I got my oh, first that's early. They were Jordan. That's early for Jordan. They were Jordan twos or three. Which one had the uh, came in both red and black? Had the plastic like uh, triangle on the side. I don't even know. Man. I had the, one pair. I think of Jordans. it was the third. I've Jordans. never had a pair of Jordans in my life. The pair. Of, I had never. the first pair of Jordans. Well, the first ones weren't very they, flashy. They at were all. Air they Force were, ones. The money. Yeah, basically, they were yeah, Air they were, Force they ones were. with wings on them. Yeah, but everybody wanted them though. I mean, I don't know what they're up to now. That. I, I, I've had maybe three know. pairs of Jordans in my lifetime, and it started in third grade. One pair of Jordans. I was I mean, cool in the fourth grade, man. I had the I had the starter much. jacket. Another brand that, by the way, went bankrupt due to the NFL. Starter. Starter's another one that, that once sponsored the NFL. The NFL. I thought starter was more like basketball. No, right? they did. They did NFL as well. They did NFL jerseys. Uh, I remember it was more basketball, but uh, they had starter. Uh, you know, Raider jackets. I remember seeing those back in the day. Jackets. Oh yeah, starter yeah. jackets yeah, were starter cool jackets back, back in the day. Why can't we bring that? Interesting. Oh, speak, it, was oh a lot of, it was mostly oh, yeah, college in, teams in, the, in in WA. Yeah, it was a lot of college. Yeah. But Lakers, it was like I saw. I remember the Lakers and I remember the Lakers and, the, and uh, Raiders. I, I had Boston, the Hornets teal Celtics. ones. Huh? I had, a, I, had well, I had an Eagles and a Louisville one eventually, but my first was the teal uh, Hornets one. Hornets, Hornets, teal. Oh yeah, that's one everybody uh, you, wanted. In you the want world. to be different. I, know, I want to be cool. I didn't know everybody anybody was, that, like had to get a Hornets. Oh, everybody had the Hornets stuff because it was the new team at the time. <laughs> had a Notre Dame jacket. Nineteen ninety. Yeah, nah, man. Everybody didn't have to have Hornets. Oh yeah. You, you know, just weren't hanging out with the cool kids. You like, must I, have people from Charlotte. Now, now you were growing up in where were you? You didn't grow up in Louisville though. You I grew, grew up, up in, in Maryland. Yeah, in, so I don't know what y'all were doing up there, man. We set trends. Yeah, I listen to like bullets, jackets, and stuff. I don't know, capitals. Georgetown. Georgetown oh, was the Hoya the, paranoia. Yeah, yeah, Georgetown was yeah. the one. Everybody had a people getting shot over hat. Georgetown jackets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, they would have took your Georgetown hat up yeah. Yeah, if you would come to my neighborhood. <laughs> oh, I remember uh, Adidas, man. Adidas had those Ewings. The Ewings were hot when they first came out. 
I don't remember the Adidas having any hot shoes. What? Other than Run DMC. Nah, man. The Ewings were hot for yeah, a second. I don't remember those. The top 10? Adidas top 10s? And I, I don't remember what? the Ewings. Oh, that's yeah. right. You're East Coast, though, yeah. You're from Louisville. That's right. Yeah. I forgot, man. Dang. Yeah. I forgot about that. He's really from Trigg County, but he reps Maryland. I'm from, <laughs> I'm from Webster County. Trigg you know, County. Well, this, it's not where you're from. It's where you pay rent, man. Did, did you grow up in, like, uh, like they were like, The Wire? Is that what you're telling me? The Wire? Yeah, were you? No, I went to church by the, in, in Baltimore, which, you know. Don't mess with people on a Sunday. I, didn't, I grew a up rule. in Annapolis, man. It was tree-lined streets and stuff like that. So I didn't have to deal with, you know, stuff that Carlo had to deal with. <laughs> hey, neither of y'all had neither that like me, man. I grew up in St. Matthews, man. That's the projects. No, nah, man. I grew up in the projects of St. Matthews. That's where all the dope is, man. What's Poor Road area, man? That's where all the drugs the are. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where they bag up the crack. <laughs> and speaking of crack, let's, let's break this up, man. Let's crack this up. We're going to take a commercial. We'll be right back. Back, y'all. What's happening? Out of bounds. You know, we switch it up. We still talking goes about hard. Adidas. It still goes hard. Till this very day. I mean, yeah. Is there any song about Nikes? Uh, you know what? I, I don't yeah, think. Nelly did Air Force of. One. Oh, man. Yeah. Does that count? I'm just, I, you Joe, asked. I'm take, just, we got to take your pass back. I'm not saying that Nelly should be I can't think of. I can't think of any other popular <laughs> tennis shoe songs that go harder than my Adidas if they're right. take your pass back. He said Air Force One. <laughs> well, you, it's a, it's a song, yeah, isn't it? I don't it? remember that song. Yeah, but it's, we're talking about the brand. The brand. Well, Nikes are Air Force Ones. I mean, well, that's one particular Nike. But and still, that's like any, any song by the St. Lunatics gets no play except in St. Matthews. I wonder if they have to pay to make a song about Nike why there hasn't been one made about it. Oh, but back early in the days, nah, you didn't have to, yeah. probably. But Nike just wasn't, they weren't hitting. You know, Run DMC loved Adidas. I think they loved Adidas because everybody was wearing Nikes, I believe. You know, it was just different. Yeah. Like, I, I've got a cousin, my cousin Slick Rick, the DJ, he likes Reeboks. So he's like, you know, I used to rock Reeboks back in the day. But he's like Sean Kemp, Iverson, whoever, whoever else wore Reeboks. I'm gonna redeem myself, and I'm like, uh, thank you, Google. Yes, that's a little plug to you, uh, Carlo. What? I googled yeah. best hip hop songs about sneakers. Is what? And one song did come up. Ghetto Boys, read these Nikes. There's a Nike reference. I don't, I don't, remember, I don't remember that. I don't remember the song either. But hey. It, hey, can <laughs> Nike, it was like Stone. Do we have the un, the edited version of it? It's the Ghetto Boys. There is no edited <laughs> version of it. <laughs> There's no such thing. The word "edited" is the one word they've never heard of. Uh, other songs that come up on this list: Karis, One's Revolution, which I'm not familiar with being about uh, sneakers. The Pack Vans. 
that ring a bell to anybody? No. Uh, Ice tea uh, six in the morning. I don't know how that's referencing. Well, that's not. Yeah, he may mention sneakers in the yeah. song, but the song's not about six sneakers. Oh, hold up. Speaking yeah, six, of sneakers, six a.m. goes in, goes hard too. Mac uh, ten, my chucks. Mike chucks. Yeah. Oh, Rock. Uh, Rayquan made a song, sneakers. Yep, it's Rayquan sneakers. Yep. I don't think he can go can top uh, nah. my Adidas though. Nah. No. And then of course Nelly's Air Force Ones is also on the list what, for those. Twenty six, uh, twenty five. <laughs> it's only top ten. Number ten is MC, it's number nine actually. Oh. Number ten is MC Shan. I pioneered this. I don't know. Oh yeah, well, there you go. Again, how much sneaker reference it has in it. The Bridge. He's from Queensbridge. Yeah, that's correct. I'm reading about him right now. Um, you know, but hey, man, it, you know, shoes, man, shoes. I mean, but people, people, but shoes, like people, care about the shoes, man. I mean. But that's the thing. Nike just gobbles up everybody anyway. They 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 just do that. Do you guys still care about your shoes at your age? I mean, you, you're you're. I, I quit yes. caring about. Well, yes. no. I mean, yes. in, the, in the profession yes. I work in, you know, I have to yes. wear nice dress shoes. But other than, yes. I mean, I'm not saying you have to be a sneakerhead yeah. where you have to have you know sneaker. I don't care about sneakers. No, nah, I don't care about but sneakers. You, but yeah, yeah. I, I care about having nice shoes. Do you still spend yeah. 160 dollars on some tennis shoes? Though? I've never spent 160 dollars on, on tennis shoes. Well, if you're not buying 160 dollars no. in tennis shoes, you're not caring that much about your sneakers. Then, no, because that's how much they cost now. I'm talking about like dress shoes. No, I'm talking about no. basketball shoes, sneakers. I don't, no, I don't no. care about that. I don't think I can't remember the last time I paid more than fifty bucks for a pair of sneakers. I don't even remember. We don't. Yeah, we don't have to. Nobody looks at our feet anyway. Well, when you're younger, you want to. When you're younger, shoes. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. How old were? That's what I'm saying. That's why I was asking if y'all still were at that, holding yeah. on to those last days of uh, your youth, maybe so to speak. No, <laughs> no. Not no, I don't. I don't. Dr- I don't dress like I'm 18 or the, 21. The glory days. So you don't wear. <laughs> I dress like a. 36. So you don't wear a jersey with uh, yeah, jeans? I'm not wearing jerseys. I'm not wearing, jerseys? Uh, People st- <laughs> do young kids still wear jerseys? I don't even think kids wear jerseys anymore. I miss that. Yeah. I like the jersey phase. I like when you I, – I have so many jerseys at home. I love wearing jerseys. I still do. Now, I don't go no shirt under my basketball jersey. I'm T-shirt underneath it. Oh, yeah. That's not because of uh, style choice. It's because of uh, body hair and, and size. Yeah. But uh, but I still I – still, I miss the fact I can't wear a jersey now and not be called like some I – mean, White trash, or so to speak, something like that. Yeah. Which is what's that? Boy, what's the guy's Billy Hale? White man can't jump. Yeah, yeah, Billy Hoyt, whatever his name. Is. Billy Hoyt, yeah. I'm talking yeah. trash over here. Now you're making them mad, and you're making me mad too. <laughs> I'm going to sis. <laughs> found a spot for Trevor. He loves tennis shoes, <laughs> tennis shoes, and jerseys. I wear oh, yeah, Uggs. Right. Does it, can you think I care about shoes? <laughs> you must if you wear Uggs. Uggs are expensive, man. Yeah, it's true they were, but they were very comfortable, too. You wear Crocs, too, don't you? I've never worn Crocs. Oh, you were? Never. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's where you I draw, draw the line. You got to draw the line. Exactly. I draw the line of Crocs. I would wear some Uggs, but I, hey, I draw the line of I may not have pride, but I've got dignity, okay? Not plastic shoes. I'm not wearing plastic shoes, no. I got you, brother. I may wear my shoes till they fall apart because I'm too lazy to go buy a new pair. And I've, the ones I'm wearing right now are a pair of Jordans. Hey. I got them, you know, sixty bucks at Kohl's, but I've had them for three years now, and I'll, I'll have them three more years if they let me. But 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 the thing about it, we're talking about shoes. The perfect guy, we got the perfect guy on the line, inside man. You talking about somebody who could dress, um, in any type of situation, dress up, dress down, whatever. Inside man is a man. Of is a connoisseur of fine clothing. What's up, inside man? What's happening? My Adidas, <laughs> standing fresh on two. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? You got farther than me, inside. Hey, hey, inside, hey, inside man hey, can rap too, man. Hey, man, that was it. I was about to spit it, me law man. I was about to break down and start rapping, man. I remember, the, 
I remember the Adidas back in the days, man. You know, the Pumas and Adidas was the oh, thing. Yeah, I forgot about Pumas. Yeah. And, and, and the suede <clears throat> Pumas, man, you was the man. You remember Run DMC? Run DMC had that favorite line that say, Funky Fresh and Dev Coat on my feet. Say, I did not win them. You know it. <laughs> <That was> it. <laughs> man, my Adidas. <laughs> y'all took me back, man. It's right. Hey, y'all took me back. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor was bringing up some songs on, on the internet. I ain't, I ain't heard of, but I was like, I'm about to Google them. Like, What's up, man? <laughs> Air Force Ones. Air Force Ones. I like that. Hey, I like what we brought some news. I said, hey, hey, it's about to be old, man. What, what's said, going on, guys? We were too perfect. Hey, Air Force One, hey, Air Force Ones was hot. Now I can't, yeah, they I can't hot. lie on that. Air Force, Air Force Ones when it came out. That, that song, you know, I, I think. The oh song, yeah, the song was hot. Yeah. You know the song. You're making fun up, of me. I know the chorus. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I know the hook. <laughs> yeah. I know the hook. Yeah, I know, we I never know really Chino had. Let me see that iPad of yours. I want to see if that song's on your iTunes. <laughs> Not no Air Force One. <laughs> yeah, man. Nelly came out with the bandaid on his eye. Air Force One, man. I, can, so I, I like, you know. Hey, hey, inside, man. Inside, look. Hey. You were, you were, uh, we got to talk about it. You were, um, you live, you live in Carolina, um, but you were in Charlotte this weekend. What what was tell us what was so special about Charlotte? What happened in Charlotte this weekend? This past weekend. Man, I tell you, Charlotte Charlotte was a great time. It's a great time for the for the area around here because the CIAA, a lot of people I think a lot of people are starting to recognize and realize how much revenue that the tournament brings to the city, you know, and to the area. You know, besides the ACC, it's like the second biggest basketball tournament that's out there and I, I witnessed a lot of stuff. I got to see a lot of celebrities, man. I got to see I got to witness our alma mater, Livingstone College win the CIAA championship back to back for the second for the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know that, that yeah, that haven't that haven't been done since Johnson C. Smith did it in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Those are the only two teams who ever repeated as back to back champions in in the men's basketball um uh, portion of the uh, CIAA tournament, and I, I just had a good time, man. It was it was great to see the fans, and, and it's good for the area, man. You know, I, I even wrote a little um, letter to the editor here in Salisbury, North Carolina, just telling them about, you know, how they need to show more more respect for some of the small colleges, man. You know, they won the CIAA championship, and the headline was something about some kind of crime that happened. I say, man, you got a small college, you know, at the tournament. They associate so, crime with the CIAA. I wrote that, yeah, luckily after I wrote that, guess what was on the front page of the paper the next day, guys? What? CIAA tournament champs, Livingstone College. <laughs> I said you got to get respect where respect is due. You but I, but I, I tell you, um, Carlo, Carlo, Trevor, if y'all have never had a chance to come to the CIAA tournament, man, it's a, it's such a great experience. They won't respond to us, man. You wouldn't understand unless you hear. <laughs> they didn't you respond know? to us, my hey, uh, inside man. What's up with that? I know, man. But you but you know what? We I we, saw TJMS was there. Though. That won't happen. That, that won't happen next year. You know, even if they don't respond next year, y'all come down. I got it. You hear me? Yeah. Right, I got right. it. We staying at the Ritz. Hey, I'm getting everybody rooms at the Ritz-Carlton. That's where we stand. 
Let's do it. Hey, hey. Y'all didn't uh, hear that, did you? <laughs> and for those who don't know, CIAA stands for Central Intercollegiate Athletic Association. It's the oldest association. Yeah. Um, it's the oldest uh, athletic association associated with historically black colleges and universities, mostly like on the East Coast, Virginia, Carolina, um, which, as, as Inside Man said, Livingstone College is our, our alma mater, and, and plus – the girls had a good shot at uh, winning yeah. the championship too, but you know some things happened. Player got uh got uh was was uh, what do you call it ineligible. So you know they kind of she was ineligible. She was the, the word on the street was she was she was eligible by NCAA standards, but the CIAA standards she wasn't eligible. But you know yeah. they still so CIAA standards, out standards out is higher than NCAA standards. I don't know what happened, man. You know, I, but you know, it's a lot of a lot of school. They was undefeated during the year, and I think, um, you know, from my understanding, it was a couple universities or a couple colleges that, you know, didn't take it well after they lost and kind of like went on a witch hunt, threw some salt in the game, you know. And but hey, it, it is, it is, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, man. But I mean, you know, like like we said, Livingstone had a great year. Um, and um, it was you know CIAA. If anybody gets an opportunity to go down, uh, it's always what like first weekend in February or last weekend in February, I think. Um, it's it's a great time, man. Great time down there in Charlotte, North Carolina. See the city because that's where Charlotte. Uh, uh, who's uh, you know Charlotte is uh where the uh NASCAR Hall of Fame is. Mm. Down there, yeah, you know? yeah. So it's it's you know yeah, they, they, you know yeah. got a lot of parties over there. The NASCAR museum and all that other stuff. Dale Earnhardt's birthday like a national holiday in Charlotte in, in North Carolina. Oh, don't probably, they like don't, don't so. you get like the day off like it's a government holiday in North Carolina for Dale Earnhardt's birthday? <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably so, man. Probably so. Hey, what's, the, what's, the, what's the what you say? Trevor say what? What is the government birthday? What now? Dale Earnhardt's yeah. birthday. I thought it was like a government holiday in North Carolina. They're like they closed like the post office down and everything. People can't you can't even get like you can't even go to a Chinese restaurant. So he's worse than Christmas. Everything's closed for what NASCAR? No, for Dale Earnhardt's birthday. What? Oh yeah, now, it's, it's not a government. It's not, but I tell you what, he, he got a lot of fans <laughs> around here, man. A lot of fans, you know. But you know. He, he was one of the greatest uh, drivers that was out there for a while, you know. So, and he's from the area. So, you you know, you got a lot of streets named after him, Dale Earnhardt Boulevard. And I know, Brandon, you probably passed that coming up 85 a couple of times, even from the airport headed to big old Salisbury, North Carolina. You know, so, um, hey, it is. People do give him a lot of respect, Trevor. You know, you might have a point. They might close some stuff down for real. I have to check and see that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now, Dale nah, Earnhardt <laughs> yeah, is the man, man. What's, no doubt yeah, about it. Yeah, Darren Hudson, man, he he was he was good. He was good. You know, I'm more I'm more of a Jeff Gordon Jeff Gordon fan. You know, big up to Big Jeff. This is his last year race up at Hendrick Motorsports. Hey, you know, but hey, what yeah, about like what Gordon about too. free agency, man? What's going on in the NFL? I, I'm quite sure y'all touched on it, but man, a lot, of moves. a lot of craziness going on in the NFL. A lot of craziness, man. We were talk we were talking earlier about uh you know of course the Shady McCoy move. Um, I mean, does he have any gas left yeah. in his tank? Is it something that Philly knows that we don't know? He's probably on the downside. I mean, is he going to be third string at Buffalo? You still got uh, Who's that? Uh, Jackson Spiller. 
Spiller got released. Oh, Spiller got released. Yeah. Oh, Spiller, ooh, that's gonna be a big, big pickup by somebody. Well, he was a free agent, but they decided yeah. to resign him. It's gonna be a good pickup for somebody. You brought up Spiller, man. It's interesting you brought up Spiller, um, Carlo. You know, I, I, I want to get y'all opinion on. Do y'all, you know, when you have these 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 players out here and they have their agents, I think sometimes some of these players let their agents get in too much and cause them to miss out. Or money making them think that they're better than what they AKA really Drew Rosenhaus. Or you know, or they need to realize that, you know, the agents still work for them. You know, but I think sometimes some of the younger guys that they don't have a lot of guidance, they get in and you know, you take CJ Spiller, you know, he, he turned down four point five million dollars from the from the Buffalo Bears annually. You know, that that's that's pretty decent money for a guy that's been hurt. Most, you know, he's been on the inch. He's been hurt a lot, man. You know, so I guess he's going to test the open market. I hope it don't come back to bite to bite him. You know, you get a lot of other players that that does the same thing, that they let their agents talk them out of signing this contract. And, you know, you go out there, and it's, it's nothing guaranteed in the NFL. Like, in other sports, you know, everything is guaranteed. Baseball, basketball, in the NFL, you have to get what you can while you can. So, you know, he go out there on free agency – in the free agency market, and if don't nobody really pick him up, you know he'll probably end up with the Jets or San Francisco or someone like that. But, I can um, see. If, I, if, I don't know, man. If, what do y'all think? if Green Bay loses Randall Cobb, he doesn't resign. I can see Spiller going there. But you know, Randall Cobb and Spiller—that's that's two different positions. Randall Cobb—he he plays but Spiller, wide receiver. Yeah, but you got Spiller, who's a who's a who's a running back. True, but, but I know, but I know, I, I see what you're saying. Cobb was in the backfield a lot this that, past season. Know, He's been playing Man, in the backfield I, a lot, I, 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 and Spiller can catch the ball, so they Man. they can kind of use him kind of the same way. I don't know, nah. man. That's, yeah, I, tell you, I tell you, man. You got you got I mean, Spiller. I'm not saying he's better than Randall Cobb. But I'm saying if he if he doesn't he they didn't franchise tag Randall Cobb. Well, I mean, Randall so Cobb, he's pretty Randall Bay Cobb, runs a downhill. He's going to go where the money though, is. To a zone running system, and that's not Spiller's forte. Nah. That's Eddie Lacy. That's the, yeah, yeah. And, they like to run downhill zone Physical black, physical blocker. And then Spiller, he's not going to return any kicks like Randall Cobb. Spiller would be best to go somewhere like a New Orleans where he can be used as a like weapon. Like a Sproles? Like a Sproles. A San Diego would be a good fit for him. Uh, even even a Philly wouldn't be a bad fit. Is, 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 I don't think that'll fit in their offense because they didn't use McCoy I, like I don't that. Think they would use, I don't think he would do it, but that type of offense is where he wants to go. And he can get he, and where he goes, he'll probably have to split time with somebody. But, but hell, I mean, as me and Brandon were talking about earlier today, I mean, that's the reason why running backs are devalued the way they are because – Every team does have the the mindset of using more than one back now. So why use a first or second, even second round pick, or give high money, ten million dollars, for example, what Lashawn McCoy is owed next year? You know that type of money when he's not going to be taking thirty carries like Demarco Murray did, or like back in the days, like even Ladanian Tomlinson did. Um, number one back, even number one back, only does fifteen, eighteen carries now, and your second back's carrying it twelve to thirteen times. Yeah, I mean it's that's just, why that's why I think it makes sense. That's why I think it makes sense for him to sign with someone like the Jets. Man, you got an aging Chris Johnson who probably won't be back because of his cap number. You got they did Lonnie cut Powell, him already who, inside who, man. By the man, way, yeah, I'm sorry. Say it again. They did cut him already too. By the way, Chris Johnson was released. They like, cut who? Chris Johnson got yeah, released yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you got him. You got him not there no more. So it'd be a good fit for him to go there. You know, I, I see where Miami is in the play for him, the Jets and San Fran. You know, you, you still got Frank Gore um, there. You got Carlos Hyde, who mm, had a Ohio phenomenal State. years. Well, Frank Gore had a good 
Frank Frank Gore had a good year. So you know, if he go to San Fran, it's gonna you know the carries. It's gonna be hard to split the carries between Frank Gore, who's a free agent. You know, but I think he he deserved to retire in San Fran. You know, I don't know if y'all can recall early in the year in 2014, we brought up a discussion that we think Frank Gore was a future Hall of Fame. I think if he can get a couple more years, mm. hey, you never you never know, man. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, he's, he's got, yeah, he's got those hey, carries. He's got the numbers, carries, man. man. He's got the numbers. Look at his numbers. He's I'm got the to numbers, tell you, man. Look at his numbers, and you. Hey, I tell you what, if he could play one or two more years, he don't have to be the feature back. But if he well, he's, he's not a first ballot Hall, Hall of Famer. Years, no, he won't be. You know, it's hard for the it's hard for any running back to make. You 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 take Jerome Bennett; he had to wait five or six years. It's hard for any running back to make a to be a first ballot Hall of Famer because of the way that this, the, the position has declined over the years. It don't hold a lot of value, and you know you know a lot of people talked about the the Lashawn McCoy thing with Kiko Alonso. You know. To me, I think it's more of trusting the players that you know that know your system. A lot of people don't look at it that Chip Kelly came from Oregon. Kiko Alonso, guess where he played college ball at? Oregon. Yeah. He knew him. So, you know, he Chip Kelly coming in trying to do things his way where a lot of people looking at it where, man, Chip Kelly is tearing the Eagles up. Me, me from my perspective, I kind of like what Chip Kelly is doing. You know, I look at it like this here. You know, the running back position, you know, he's been in the league six or seven years with Sean McCoy. Last year, he didn't have the greatest year. He fumbled the ball a lot. Yeah, he rushed over 1,000 yards. 1,000 1, yards now in the NFL shouldn't be the set target. It, it shouldn't be hard to get 1,000 oh, no. yards yeah, over 16 games. You know, so my thing is, you know, you look at he getting the players in there who he trusts, and there's a lot of good free agent running backs out there. What about the, Murray, you yeah. know, hey. What uh, about the wide receivers? Brandon Marshall's a free agent. Who's he going to go to? Who will pick him up? Who's man, a good pick? Got Brandon Marshall, you know, a lot of people, you know, I don't know. Brandon Marsh is a great, great athlete, but he got some issues he got to deal with too. Is some, you know, he deal with some kind of personality disorder in this net, so you have to be careful. <laughs> well, he's been you pretty, he's been right pretty tame as a, at the Bears. He, you know, he's been he's been a pretty good spokesman for them. Spokesman, yeah, he's been spokesman. speaking out. He's been uh, <laughs> he's on ESPN first take all the time. Uh, no, not too far away. The draft in Chicago, we should all go up there, man. But uh, on that, the thing about that. We're, look, we're looking at this draft, right? Just take a look at this draft. I don't see a running. Speaking of running backs, they don't have a running back projected until going, going to like seventeen or twenty, right? But I'm looking. This is going to be a defensive heavy draft, man. We got, uh, and, and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get the inside man's perspective on this. We got three. Great outside line, well, good outside linebackers, depending upon because the greatest of all time, the J- Jadavion Clowney was picked last year, number one overall. We got uh, Randy Gregory, Nebraska, Vic Beasley, Clemson, Dante Fowler, Florida. Um, these guys, you know, Leonard Williams, defensive tackle from USC. These are big time names on defense that are going like top ten projected. Danny <laughs> Shelton. Uh, I, nose tackle from yeah. Washington, Trey Wayne, quarterback from Michigan State. What do you think about that inside? I mean, what's up with the the emphasis man. on defense this year, man? And the lack of we'll, you know what, man? Uh, talk about made, the lack of running back depth. But you you made you made some good points. You got you got Leonard Williams, who's probably probably going to go number two overall. You got Vic Beasley, who I think helped his stock out during the combines. He went out there and wild a lot of people. You know, he ran the fastest time in the forty. 
he had the most bench presses in the 40 for his size for to be such a small guy. You got Dante Fowler and the guy from Nebraska. Those, all four of those guys in my book, I think, will probably go top 10. You know, <clears throat> but, but one thing I, I think about, Brandon, that you was talking about, the, the running backs, man, I'm going to be honest with you, this is probably the best group of running backs they've had in a long time, too, yeah. though. You know, you got, you got, you got Duke Johnson from Miami. Who, who Dyer? Who's projected to go probably second or third round. You got Melvin Gordon. You got T.J. Yeldon. You got Gurley. Gurley so you got yeah. some backs. Kid from Nebraska. You got, you, right? you got a, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the Muslim that's, kid that's, from Nebraska, Abdullah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Don't forget about Louisville's very own Dyer, man. What about Dyer, uh, Trevor? Dominic Brown will get drafted before Dyer yeah. probably. And that don't be surprised. You even yeah. laugh at me, but Brown does have a, an NFL prototype body. Inside, you said something that kind of struck a chord with me. You mentioned it when you were talking about Gore. You said first team, first bout Hall of Famers in the NFL. And I started thinking about that for a second. And I'm looking at like the standings in the NFL, looking at the team names. Tomlinson, who retired a couple years ago, will be a first bout Hall of Famer as a running back. But with him gone, I don't know. Is there even a first bout Hall of Famer, let alone a Hall of Famer in the NFL right now, running back? I mean, is there? I'm, 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 Adrian Peterson. Peter, but yeah, is Peterson it's, it's really tough. a lock it's, for the Hall of Fame? Long, I mean, yeah. I don't think yeah, so. I think so. Yeah, but you thought Vernon Davis was a Hall of Fame lock. Vernon Davis is a Hall of Fame lock. He's a hell of a tight end. If the yeah, lock, you'll cry at something. Uh, <laughs> he didn't have a good year this year, did he? No, he barely played. No, he barely played. Yeah, he, uh, he was injured for most of the year. You know, I think always. the last first ballot. The last first ballot Hall of Famer was – did Marshall Falk make it his, his first, first ballot Hall of Famer? He did, and Tomlinson, who retired two years ago, will be a first ballot, I think. But when I look at the league yeah, right now – I think Tomlinson may be the next one on there when, when he's – I think he's eligible next year, right? He w- year I think it is. He retired in 2012, so, yeah, he, well, it's five years, so he'll be eligible yeah, <laughs> another year. And I think he'll be yeah. first ballot at best. But, I think he may get it. I mean, is there a running back right now inside? I mean, I, I, I'm it's, cheating because I'm looking at It's got to be AP. Look at AP's carries, man. Carries but, but a touchdown. He's you, a workhorse. He's the best get, out of all yeah. of them. I get, you know what? I got to argue for AP, but there's no guarantee he's a Hall of Famer, let alone a first first ballot. You're not You're not going to guarantee me. LaShawn McCoy's good, but he's not guaranteed. He's no, Eric, he's no Adrian Peterson. You know, Adrian Peterson's been consistent every just about every year he's been in the NFL. He's been the Minnesota Vikings. you one of his kids being nice to him? He he, the, he's I mean, been the face of the Vikings the, the last eight, nine years he he's been in the league. He hasn't taken him anywhere, though. I mean, he can't do it by himself. They never well, had a quarterback. What he, team is only one with a running back? He's not. I mean, but I he, no, no, hold on now. Because Eric, Eric Dickinson took the Rams all the way to the NFC, NFC Championship game. O.J. Simpson never had anybody around him, and he didn't yeah, stop him a, from breaking every record. Adrian Peterson, he hadn't even made a big impact in the playoffs, though. But Adrian Peterson in his career, he's and, he's, and, and he's I know his records. career will continue. I came cl- well, he didn't break the – how close did he come to breaking the single-season record? He came, what, six yards shy? It was a little bit more than that. He, it was 20,097 is what nah, he he was had. like six yards. Uh, the record's like one, uh, 21, nah, like he was he was close. He was only like seven, eight yards shy, man. He Adrian Peterson in his career, which will continue, I'm sure, but I don't know how much longer, is ten, just over 10,000 yards as a career running back. That's not a guaranteed Hall of Fame numbers. I'm sorry, that's not. What's that rank on the all-time list? Oh, it's way down there with the way running backs are just numbers are so easy to get nowadays. He's not. He's not. You can run for a thousand yards and get sixty yards a game. He's not a lot. Definitely not a lot for first ballot. No, and he's who who is that? Not a lot. Who do you say that's not a lot? AP. AP. I don't think there's a lock in in the NFL right now. One running. I'm gonna tell you something. AP. AP right now probably had close to eleven thousand yards. I'm gonna say something. He's just over ten thousand. He probably got two or three more years in him. Uh He's. 
AP will be a first ballot. Especially if he goes, thank, he, thank he you, thank you inside, ballot, man. Especially if he goes to the Cowboys. He just said he might not be first ballot. Oh, uh, he going, he yeah, he'll be. get he in. He might be first ballot, but he will make the Hall of Fame. He'll and the only, only thing that's keeping from first ballot, you know, you got to look at Adrian Peterson. He didn't, you know, a lot of people don't realize he got 10, over 10,000 yards and he missed all of last exactly. year. Exactly. And part of the year before last year with a knee injury. That's true. He could have easily been at 12, 13,000 yards. He came already, back after that and know? almost broke, broke the so, single season rushing record. Currently, the leading exactly. rusher of all so, running backs, career numbers wise, is Steven Jackson at 11,388. And that guy ain't getting to the Hall of Fame unless he buys a ticket. He's not getting there. You know, nah, <laughs> I, you know what? He, 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 he may not get in, but his name is name He's good. Be up there. He's, He's good. a good running back. Had a great he, career. He may not get in. Steven Jackson had a good career, man. You know, he may not, you know, a lot of people may look at it that he's been yards, on the downfall for the longest, but oh, I'm going to tell you I can't you believe something. he has that many yards. 11,000 oh, yards. Look, look, at all the, look at all the NFL running backs that had those numbers and see where they at. You know, Tony Dorsett, how many how many yards he had? 12,739. Tony Dorsett, 26 He's at 11,000. That's what those that's guys, the, Those guys put numbers. But it, it counts who who you who what the team is, what the team does. The amount of games you play. Now, yeah, I guess that counts. nowadays a running back can counts, average man. 60 yards a game and get 1,000 yards. That doesn't make – if you're telling me you think a guy that can get 68 yards a game – just so because that thousand yards, eight straight years, the Hall of Famer. I don't. I disagree. Numbers are a little bit over, a little bit miscued nowadays in terms of what who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And I think it's uh, it's a, but numbers, unfair. But numbers don't lie. They don't, One and they should it, be used. But they're they, they're not the end all be all of the argument to me and anymore at this point in in, in in sports. So Adrian Peters is at twenty eight. Frank I, Gore is at twenty at all time. Yeah, Frank Gore eleven, and Frank Gore I don't think is a Hall of Famer. I, I don't see him getting in the Hall of Fame whatsoever. You don't think Stephen Jackson? No, think, you know I what? Stephen Jackson sixteen on this Gore. list. Man. Now, Chris Johnson's got eight thousand six hundred twenty eight, just two thousand short of Peterson, and that boy ain't going near the Hall of Fame. Chris Johnson? Yeah. I don't know. No, yeah. no way. You know, no, he's not going. Chris Johnson's at thirty six on the list. I know, but I'm looking he's at his AP, total, not uh, where he ranks. Yeah, this is total yards. I'm looking at. From my this? perspective, I think Frank Gore and Steven Jackson, they may not get in first, second, third, fourth, fifth, but they, you you will see their names as we get older constantly be on the Hall of Fame ballot. Whether they get in or not depends <laughs> on how, you know, Frank Gore, if he could play two more years, I think, you know, he may have a chance. But, you know, a lot of t- stuff depends on rings too, man. Neither one of those guys have Super Bowl rings, uh, really, really didn't have great postseasons. You know, Frank Gore – he did a little bit in San Fran, but for the for the postseason, I really think Frank Gore's the type of player who probably have at least. I think Frank Gore have at least two more years in him. So let's see where he land at. See if San Fran pick him up, or you know, hey, we'll see, man. And one day the down, fame, that's just that's just the only way right. guys like Gore getting in are down the road when you all three of us are sitting around with you know in the old retirement home, and he gets in on a veterans committee, and we're having to tell our great grandkids who he is and why he's getting in because they've never heard of him. That's the only way guys like Gore. I mean, Fred Taylor was a good running back. Fred Taylor is ranked 15th all time running back. Is did you would you ever think Fred Taylor being a Hall of Fame running back? No, he's, I don't. He's close though. Fred Taylor's I mean, close. He was a, good, is, is, he was a good running back. That's what, but it's more to my point why numbers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, are that just inflated. shows how special the, the Hall of Fame is, man. You got to be exceptional. Yeah. Is Sean Alexander a Hall of Famer? Hall of Fame. He's not a Hall of Famer. No, is he? he's not. And, and, and he has so, over 100 touchdowns. And some of these numbers are more of a product of the longevity of their career, not how good they are actually impacting on the field when they're at their best. And I, and I think that's where it gets mis- miscued a little bit. 
and I think I think a lot of time too, man. You have to look at who who you're going up against in the Hall of Fame. You know, you look at a lot of people probably thought Jerome Bettis should have been in earlier, but it's also who he was faced up against. You know, you got to look at who's coming out with you, who's going in. You had where you know you had a case where Dion and Marshall Falk and all these guys came up in the same ballot. You know, so those those guys got in. You know. I just, you know, look at Dion. Dion, he he played for a while, but he was a first ballot Hall of Famer, right? Right. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he was, yeah. And yeah, you're gonna hate no. me for this inside, no, but with Jerome Bettis, I don't I don't see why Jerome Bettis was so quickly to get in anyway. I like Jerome Bettis, and he had a he had a nice career, but I didn't think he was nowhere near being a first ballot. And I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to get in the Hall of Fame when he did. I think maybe he could have waited a little longer. I mean, he's he tied for the top ten for all time rushing yards. But again, you know, and my, he has, you know a, he has a Super and he has a Super Bowl. But here's a, here's another thing. He's got two. One he almost gave away if it wasn't for uh, who was the Neil, who was the quarterback. Or so I think I think he has the hardware plus the yards to back it up. But at, at no point in his career he wasn't even the best running back in the NFL something. at Jerome any point. Bettis, Jerome Bettis changed the game. Jerome Bettis changed. You you don't find a running back that way where he. The way the way what he weighed, the 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 shift, the nippiness and the quickness he had as you know, for his size, man, when you run for thirteen thousand almost fourteen thousand yards the way he did, you know, at his size, that, that just don't happen, man. That and I guess it, 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 it took him five times to get in. So Me personally, I think he should have been in. You know? I think he deserves to be, be in. I thought I think I would have made him score him a little longer <laughs> inside. That's all I'm saying. I'd have made him score him a little longer. <laughs> I may be a little biased. Yeah, I think you are. You know? <laughs> hey man. <laughs> I'm looking at this. Uh, we're gonna, you know what? We're gonna cover. We're gonna cover a football story when we get back, and it's close to home down there in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, but it's a different kind of off the field story. We'll be right back. Out of bounds. Trevor's Trevor's came back with the pack on us, man. Vans. I mean, that's that. Yeah, it's that skateboard P and Tyler the Creator and all that other type stuff. That's Different music that's right good there. Good stuff though. That's cold, man. That's cold. Yeah. Song about sneakers. That's cold. That's cold. That's and it um, wasn't Nelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, I could dig that. I could dig that because that's like uh, what's that group? The uh, Neptunes and Neptunes, all that. Yeah, uh, yeah, nerd. Red food. I don't guess. Yeah, LMFO or whatever. I don't yeah, know. I'm not really familiar with the pack, so I had to screen this song because like according to uh, Spotify, every song in their list is explicit except for one titled Marshawn Lynch. Oh, yeah. It's the only song that's not listed as explicit. I think it's, it's, a, a, West it's featuring Rick Ross, which kind of blows my mind how it's not explicit in oh, some way. But apparently Booty Bounce Bopper's explicit. Who would have guessed? In My Car's explicit. With Pack Party, they're all explicit. Yeah. Including vans, but we knew, I knew where to get it out in time. Because I'm hey, just good man. like that. I'm hey. Hall of Famer. 
Hey, somebody just texted me and said it's over for the cards. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not laughing. They are who we <laughs> thought they were. They are. <laughs> hey, man, and, and we don't, you know, we don't really get into that, but we do. We will. So we, still, we try not to. We yeah, try not yeah. to. But we, do, we do a good job of it, Brandon. We not bringing it up. Job. Let's leave it alone. 30 and 0. We'll leave it alone. Um, You know, uh, whatever. How many dunks did Mar- Montrez Williams? Montrez I know Williams. that's what Montrez that's, Harrell. That's what, they, that's what Louisville fans measure their success off of. Well, he has the all-time <laughs> dunk leader. Who has counts that dunks, man? Who counts dunks? <sighs> I got. I got. Yeah. I, I want to remind you of something here, just gentlemen, while you're What's, making fun oh, of Louisville and making and bragging about Kentucky. Uh, I, I know you might not notice this, but I can do this. Yeah, y'all keep talking because your mics are off right now. And I can do that because I have the power. So just remember that. There who you count, go. Who counts dunks? <laughs> I, have, oh, I am yeah, the Chip right. Kelly of the radio board over here. Oh. I have ultimate power. I was just in the <laughs> I was just in the grocery store and guess what was half off? The milk? Haterade. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I buy it at, I buy it at Costco. <laughs> in, in bulk. <laughs> Next My, year, Quentin Snyder's going to be the all-time layup leader for the University yeah, of Cardinals. Yeah, he has the most layups in Neal history. Hold up. How, how am I the one hating over here? You guys are the haters. We're, you under, got, we're undefeated. You I can't can hate. You guys are so ha- – I mean, you, I, I might as well have, like, Ashy Larry come in and start hating on me some Ashy more. Larry. <laughs> Ashy Larry. We're, we're, we're undefeated. How can yeah. we hate? But um, somebody said Harold is hurt. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever, man. But anyway, in other news, look, man. Uh, Vernon is, Davis isn't going to the Hall of Fame. Is Inside Man still there? <laughs> uh, inside, you still with us? I'm here. I'm here. What I'm up, here. brother? Yeah, I'm hey, here. Hey, man, Carlo, Carl, every now and then on the, uh, well, not every now and then, all the time on the uh, Facebook page, Carlo posts stuff to um, to the Facebook page. Where do we find that, Brandon, by the you way? You can find that Facebook page, OOB Backs. Um, <laughs> backslash four out of bounds radio on out Facebook. Of, yeah, yeah, out of bounds radio. Just you put pull right up. Oh, inside it up. man, you would just do the worst plug in radio history. O O B on Twitter too, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, the show is always brought to you by Law Office of Brandon Lawrence. Brandon, what is it? Uh, lawyer for the city. Dot com. No more? Lawyer for the city. Dot com. <laughs> lawyer for the city. Dot com. Hey, yeah, it's a special. It's a special over there on uh, uh, Grinstead. They have uh they have a new location. The one location was on oh, uh, Florence and Normandy. On Florence and Normandy is where they originally started, but it's on Kentucky thirty second in Kentucky. If you dare go there, um, Daddy Green's Pizza. They just opened up a new location at uh what did I just say Grinstead. Shuffle your pizza to Daddy Green's Pizza. But look, man. Uh, hey, inside man, how do you not? How do you get away with <clears throat> making the sponsor happy by butchering the plugs? Have the sponsor read the plugs and butcher, <laughs> be the one butchering them. <laughs> Inside, man, look, we're going. This is like What's the. Up? It's a, we have an anniversary, a dastardly anniversary, yeah. man. We were all around. I, th- well, I don't even know. We weren't in school at this time, but everybody was captivated in nineteen what? Nah, two thousand. Yeah, I, was, I, had, I had just graduated. The, the summer of two thousand was when uh, this huge trial in Charlotte, North Carolina, was going on. One of one of your favorite Panthers, since your uh your number two team, the Charlotte Panthers, Carolina Panthers, Ray Carruth was involved in a murder for hire case, 
And, uh, you know, he's doing yeah. some time in Sing Sing right now. He's on his way out pretty soon. He's on his way out. And he'll be reunited with his son that he tried to have killed, Chancellor. I mean, what? What's? I mean, do you get that a sense? Awkward moment. <laughs> do you get a sense that? I mean, is 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 Charlotte has has Charlotte ever quite forgotten that 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 tragedy inside? You know, you know, you know. Um, I'm I'm kind of very close to that case because during the time when that happened, I was actually um, teaching school at um, North Rowan Middle School, and Sharika Adams is the young lady name. Um, yes. May she rest in peace, God rest her soul. Um, Sharika Adams and Chancellor was being raised by his grandmother mm-hmm. and the principal at my school and the grandmother was sister. So Chancellor would wow. come to the school sometime with the with the grandmother. Um, and what I what, what yeah, seriously, and what I can tell you about this is that you know he Chancellor come from a, a beautiful family, a God-fearing family. His grandmother is so deeply rooted into, you know, she's a she's just, her Christianity and her faith is is out of this world. She's such a great person, so she has found it in her heart to forgive Ray Carruth. You know, yeah. she's she's forgive, forgiving Ray Carruth for what, wow. what happened, you know, and she won't Ray Carruth to come out and be a part of his son's life. That's I, don't a lot of people I don't know about that, man. That, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, you know, know a lot of people, you know, a lot of people may not, and it's and it's tough. You know, forgiveness is something that you make you forget, but you you can forgive, but you may not forget. Right. But you know, I, I said the same thing, Carlos. I don't know if I probably could have done it, but you know that you know, it's it's just a tough situation. You know, Ray Carew, if he does get when when he do get he gets, out, he gets released you know, on October. He He's released on October twenty second, twenty eighteen, which is my son's birthday. My my youngest son. He's born on October twenty yeah, second. So he'll October be releasing two years, three years. So, so that's right. I mean, years. so you know, my thing is, even even to this day, you know, Ray Carew, you know, he have. It, it, I don't know if y'all had a chance to read this, but it was something that came out in the paper here not long ago, where you know you've had the, the other guy that was on on trial with. Ray Carew, if y'all can remember the Watkins guy who really <laughs> Yeah, he was like, yeah, he's like you were. He's like, I will be. It's been, yeah. He's, he, he has, he is, he's formed a bond with the family as well, sending things there to them. You know, and, and like I was saying earlier, Sharika Adams' mother is, is just a great person. She's found it in her heart to, to forgive Ray Carew. You know, she, she want him to have a bond. I mean, would with, these be supervised visits? I mean, he ever be able to pick him up and say, "Hey, you know, I'm taking him out by myself." I mean, I just can't see that being a. You know, I don't know, man. I can't see it. You know, hey, you know, it, it's up. You know, you know, you know what, Carlo? I look at it. I look at it like this here. You know, a lot of time we we live in a world to where you know things happen, and you know, it's no excuse for, especially for something like this. What what went on? You know what I'm saying? But you know, at the end of the day, th- that's his father. You know, it's his father. Yeah. It's, it's up to his father to be a man. And when he do get out, explain to him what happened and why they say, you know, and, you know, little Chancellor, he's, his mindset is not there where he can really fully understand it anyway. Mm-hmm. Man, this you kid know, looks just like Ray you know, Carew, man. Yeah, he's there, but he's not there. What Ray Carew needs to realize, I, I think personally what Ray Carew would go through more than anything is dealing with society. You know, can he go out in public without someone really, you know, taking 
stuff, taking shots. When I say shots, I'm not talking about shooting at him, but just, just doing things, you know, that's not right to him, you know, trying to jump on him and saying certain things because, you know, this, you know, 15 years ago wasn't a long time ago, man. You know, 2000, I can remember 2000, like it was, I can remember this trial like it was just yesterday. Yeah, but know? inside, you're, so you're, you're close to what, it. You're close to it in the area. Does anybody, I mean, I remember it because I follow sports. When I'm mistaken, didn't they find him hiding in the trunk of a car? Mm-hmm. Or, in yeah. Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, but I just mean, but I, you know, I'm, I have no life and just addicted to sports. Like, I'm, you know, Pookie is to crack. So I, I'm a little different. I don't know how many people really, your average fan really remember Ray Cruz. I mean, I, I would have to say less than 50%. Well, it was a big story. I think they remember the story probably Maybe, more so than but they, Cruz. But, but it'd be like one of those things where, it could, oh, I remember that guy, NFL player uh, killed, you know, did this and that. What was his name? That that but, type of thing. They wouldn't recognize him or even. Well, it had that him. drama. It had that OJ drama. You know, I remember it was because well, it was right after. It was, it was on, not right after, but it was on. Le- yeah, it was four or five years later. Yeah. But uh, by that time, you know, it was like the reality. TV thing where Nancy Grace was on top of it. It was on court TV and everything else. So it had all that, you know, had the high profile attorneys and and the the drama, you know, Van Brett Watkins threatening to uh, snap Ray Caruso's defense attorney in half and all that other stuff. Twist him up like a rag doll. You can twist him up like a rag doll. Yeah, that's what he. That's what he said. Good way to get it uh, put away in the uh, crazy house instead of. He was already (laughs) gone, so it didn't matter, you know. It was pile. They were piling on Ray Carew, but I mean, it, it, so yeah. If, if you ever get a chance, um, go um, Pro Football Talk Weekly, NBC Sports, and look at this. Look at the story that was written um, that says Ray Carew's uh, story of forgiveness. It's, it's amazing, you know, and how uh, what he did, how someone mother can find it in her heart to. To forgive, and that, you know that's got to be the grace of God. You know what I'm saying? Because and, and when you read it, it will it will bring tears to your eyes, man. Because it was, and, it, and it's a recent story that just came out of 2014, and I think it's on Pro Football Talk Weekly, NBC Sports. So if you can Google that, just type in, um, you know, Google probably uh, Ray Caruth, Sharika Adams' mom forgives Ray Caruth, and just look at the article that was written. It, it's it's amazing, man. You know, and I'm like Carlo. You know how 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 you know. But you know, you can't you can't really get into another person's mind and, and the relationship they have with God. You know, you have you have to forgive, but you know you can't forget. And this this happened fifteen years ago. Chancellor, Chancellor, this kid, you know, always keep a smile on his face. I don't care if you see him out in the community in Charlotte or wherever you may bump into this kid that he he really don't understand or know exactly what's what really happened. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. only thing he knows his father is in jail. So his father get out, people in society know. You know, his father may try to explain, but you know, with the injuries that Chancellor had, you know, he 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 don't fully understand. You know, so to him to have a father in his life just come out would just be like, hey, my, I, I, this this is my dad. He he won't really understand. So I think not the person who's gonna deal with it the most is Ray Caruth. You know, yeah. but does Ray Caruth even want to? Does Ray Caruth want to deal with it? He does he want to be a part of the kid's life having with with a disability? We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Yeah, he won't. You know, and it's been times where, you know, they have um, you know, they have they they very seldom speak. You know, but I think Chancellor now is like close to twelve or thirteen years old. Man, you know, it's it's amazing. You know, check it. It's, we got 
we got another big trial going on, Aaron Hernandez. And uh, they're having a tough time. They're having a tough time coming up with uh, coming up with the motive, man. They're having a tough time coming up with the motive. Because the motive that's been presented is silly. <laughs> the, the motive is dumb. He well, was talking best about something to somebody that he wasn't supposed to be talking about well, about Aaron Hernandez. You got to have a motive. You got to have a motive. motive. People want to hear a motive with these murders, man. I mean, they try to turn his uh, – they, first they said that – his, uh, you know, his, his uh, fiance was going to turn state's evidence on him. She didn't do it. I didn't think she would anyway if she wants to stay in that house. And then, then they said, you know, they filed a pretrial motion. The defense tri- filed some pretrial motions to keep out prior bad acts, meaning, you know, the the shooting that, that he supposed that he was supposed to shot his boy in Miami hey. in the eye, and the, the the guy didn't prosecute him criminally. But he he didn't press charges criminally, but he wants some money from it. So he's they can't get that evidence in, and they still don't have a murder weapon. Hey, if OJ and Beretta can get off, Aaron Hernandez can get off. He'll probably get off, man. <laughs> I, I'm saying, I'm I saying mean, the odds on him getting Beretta off. Beretta got off. OJ, I mean, he can probably get off. I mean, and yeah, we, and well, we Beretta, know he Beretta, did it. Beretta's a cop, though, so he knew how to get off. <laughs> he already knew. He was good. He's a cop and an actor. I think the parrot. But see, that's the two common denominators, right? Uh, Beretta had a parrot, and OJ had that had that Akita. But what animal does Aaron Hernandez have? I don't know. He doesn't have one. But mm-hmm. I think Aaron Hernandez, he'll get off, man. He's going to be like, what's his name? Pistorius. Well, okay, what about the, the they, they have video footage of his car <laughs> entering the scene of the crime? And leaving the scene of the crime. You, know, you can't see who's driving. And then you see a little bit later his car pulled up in the house. He's going in and he destroys the security system. Well, it was how a much, rental car. How a much evidence car. do you need? It was a rental car. You don't know. You, you need to know who's in the car. I mean, he destroyed. The, I mean, destroying <laughs> Kimmy. Kind of like R. Kelly's mom. I need to. And that's my Robert. I need to see two identifications being held up. You need to know, you need to know but, who's but in the, the pattern, car. But the pattern, he destroyed the, 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 the security camera surveillance. He destroyed his cell phone. I mean, come on, man. It doesn't get more. He destroyed or he lost it? He destroyed his phone. He smashed it. Okay. And he, he destroyed his security system. He was mad about something. Yeah. Right. yeah he's I mean, mad. He just killed somebody yeah. for no reason. I mean, it's in the hands, it's in the hands <laughs> of the well, jurors. Well, I mean, you, I don't know. You, the evidence that they have is circumstantial. All it takes is one person to be like, nah, I don't believe it. They don't have he's any off. physical evidence, man. No physical evidence. But look, speaking, we're, we're look, it's basketball season. So and Carlo, he's he puts up a bunch of uh, a bunch of stuff, news that we can use. Who's let's let's end this thing on uh, let's end this on end the show on a note like we'll start to end it on a note like this. Who is everybody? You know, every everybody says that entertainers want to be athletes. Athletes want to be entertainers. <laughs> who is the best entertainer Hooper that you know? They turned actor. Well, entertainer, period. Musician, I mean, actor. That first Shaq album was all right. Nah, all right, nah, nah. Muted. I said, who's the best? Who's the best <laughs> athlete? Who's the who's the most athletic? I'll put it like this: Who's the most athletic entertainment person? Person in the entertainment industry that you know? You know, like that's that's Prince, Battle of the Network oh, okay, Stars, okay, stuff okay, like that. Right, right. Uh, Prince. Well, they, uh, he's not on. He's uh, not on tape. Brandon McKnight got hoop game. Brian McKnight. Yeah, Brian McKnight. Yeah, Brian McKnight. Yeah, he can hoop. I know yeah. I, every time I watch inside the NBA, Justin yeah. Timberlake, I guess. Boris Kojo was a tennis Smith. star. 
Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Every time I watch Inside the NBA, I see Justin Timberlake taking it to Kenny Smith. Who's that? Justin Timberlake. You know who I think Timberlake? it is? You know who I think it yeah. is, man? He pee hoops? He, he, he who's that? Who's that inside? Oh, on his bad knees. Yeah, Kenny Smith's knees knocked, man. Kenny Smith's got knocked knees. You see that? <laughs> nah. You see him run over to that telestrator? Who does? Hey, he is fifty, man. Come on, huh? <laughs> the man a break. Kenny Smith, <laughs> the Jack. <laughs> nah, I ain't seen. Have you seen his daughter? What nah, about how old uh, is his daughter? She's uh, of age. She's I, I made him as a joker, but R. Kelly. <laughs> R. Kelly played uh, high school basketball. It was supposedly pretty good in basketball. Oh, what about Master P, man? Uh, yeah, but he's... He said he tried out for the Hornets. He's barely an he entertainer anymore. Team, he? Well, he was. He was hot. Well, Garth Brooks tried Brand, out for Brand the, Knight, the, 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 the Boris Kojo was a, <laughs> Boris Kojo was a tennis star. That's one. Or two. I got there. Who else? Uh, uh, what about Kevin Hart? He can hoop. What? Kevin Hart. Hart. About to say Kevin, Kevin Hart can hoop. Yeah, he can hoop. Yeah, he can hoop. Am I going to get made fun of when I say Kevin Hart's overrated? Four years in a row. I'm serious. What? He can hoop. Kevin Hart's overrated. Kevin Hart is not funny. I'm he's, sorry. He's funnier than Dane Cook. Well, that yeah, because Dane Cook's awful. He's funnier than C.K. Louis. He's funnier than C.K. Louis. No, 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 no. Oh, he's got C.K. Louis. You know, no, no, no. I don't understand uh, his. There's, there's, on, a, there's a thing. C.K. Louis has like range. See, I, I, if I have to hear Kevin Hart tell me he's black and short one more time, I'm just gonna throw myself Chubby. to a window. Let's put it like this: There's no white comedian that's funnier than Kevin Hart. Why the black doesn't matter? <laughs> well, I'm you just said just you just said he's so, he's short and black. Well, that's because that's everything C- he does. Every joke no, he does, he's short no and black. White, there's no white comedian out there that's funny. Than Kevin, I just think Kevin Hart's Hart. overrated. I hear people. Some people tell me Kevin Hart's the best thing since Chris Rock. He's or the Eddie hottest Murphy. thing now. Oh, that's great. He might be hot, but that don't mean he's nowhere. He couldn't hold Chris Rock's worst day or Eddie Murphy. Well, I mean day. that's a different type of comedy. Yeah, one's time. funny and one's not. The thing is, Kevin Kevin Hart Kevin Hart is hot right now. He's hot. I got one. He's hot right now. He's He's, he's taking over the what? industry with movies and stuff. He's hot he's right cro- now. So he's crossed happen, over. He's crossed thing, over. You know. He's 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 reached crossover hey guys, status. Hey guys, and inside, Trevor's inside mad. Inside man gotta <laughs> run, man, but it's, it's been great. You hear me? All right, All right man. Yo. Uh, uh, All right, we'll sorry, see you. I've been to my Kevin Hart comments. Thanks inside. Yeah, he's gone. Trevor, Trevor. I've been to my Kevin Hart comments. Trevor's mad because Kevin Hart's short and Mickey, Mickey, Mickey York, boxer. First of all, I'm not mad Kevin Hart's short and But black. you brought it up, Trevor. But, but every joke he does involves either being black or short. Everything. It's I'm going like, to tell you, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan. Okay, I don't, thank I don't, you. I don't, I don't, I mean, I you just, just don't. Wanna, you just want to argue with me. I don't for, subscribe to his Well, it's been pointed out that he has a lot of writers to help him out. That's why he puts out oh, so you much material. Larry Spears, Larry Spears called him out. Yeah, he's mad. He's, he's a writer. Mad. He has writers. He said he has a lab full of writers helping him with his material. He's a hater, though. He's but he, hater. he does put out a lot of fresh material, though, consistently. Well, for his stand-up. No, what he said was Kevin Hart's writers. They kept him stay fresh. I mean, No, 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 it's, no, no. It's let, me, I can, let me go finish. Right. Kevin Hart's writers, he said that they go to other people's younger, com- younger lesser-known comedian shows. And they steal the material. No, nah, he didn't. I didn't catch that. Yeah, that's what he said. No, he Who said. No, that's he what he said. I, 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 I listened to I, I the interview. Listened to it on, on Sway, right? Yeah, that's what he yeah, said. I didn't hear that because it wasn't. He, he said, wasn't on. He was. It was. Um, hmm. who was talking? It was. It was Mike Epps talking to talking. That's, I, a, that's a different talking interview. To Sway. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I, talking about the Ari Spears interview with. Yeah, Sway. but that's what. But that's what. He, that's Mike All Epps right. explained what Ari Spears was talking about. Okay, okay. He said Mike Epps said that. Kevin Hart's writers, now he said unbeknownst to Kevin Hart, his writers go out and, you know, they listen to other people's material, mm-hmm. okay. younger, lesser-known comedians, and and give it to Kevin Hart like it's fresh from them. 
and and he's really stealing people's. But I mean, that's I, that's, that's a hater thing, man. That's haters, man. Yeah, who cares? I mean, Richard Pryor had uh, Paul Mooney helping him out. Paul, helping yeah. him out. Paul Mooney it's wrote all stuff. Paul Mooney stuff, did everything. Yeah, yeah, Paul right. Mooney wrote all the stuff. You know, I mean, but that's who doesn't. I mean, you know, Richard Pryor, he delivered it. Probably delivered it better than Paul Mooney. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, but they made, a, funny, they made a good team. Yeah, he's very funny. He does have but a he's dry, more political. Yeah. He's got a more edgy. He does. His is more edgy than, you know, was more edgy. He's got a great stand-up. I don't know how new it is. It's on Showtime where he just kind of – he's in like a small room. He had 20 people in there doing it yeah. with him. It's, a, I, it's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, he's hilarious, man. I, I was at a show with uh, Paul Mooney. He was like, you know, he made people leave, man. He makes you uncomfortable. I can see that. It's probably all the white people. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> Did Dave Chappelle make some people leave? Uh, <laughs> Did some people get up and leave at the Dave Chappelle show? Oh, remember they were sitting next to well, maybe That's happened reason. in Louisville and Sacramento yeah. and other places <laughs> where he got mad, yeah. Because oh. they, they wanted to hear him do like Tyrone Biggums or oh, something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, and he refused. Yeah, yeah, he got really upset. I mean, yeah, it's just like I think we had talked about it before. It's just <laughs> like when, when Jimi Hendrix, you know, when he gets on stage, people want to hear Purple Haze. And he's like, man, I play that stuff like he, he refused times. at one time to do Foxy Lady for the last part of his career because I don't blame him. He got tired of being the uh, being known as just the guy that did Foxy Lady. <laughs> I mean, I, I could, I could, you know, I mean, I couldn't relate because I've never written anything. I mean, if you had a, a if you were a one hit wonder, would you get? I mean, I know it's got to be sick, maybe of playing it because that's all they want to hear. I mean, but. <sighs> I mean, would you be okay with it if you were still trying to tour and hang on and probably doing casino concerts? Because that's what over-the-top uh, musicians do. They go to the casinos and do concerts there. Well, afterwards. you know what? Well, I think, but like— Would you still play your one hit, or would you be like, I'm an artist. I played nine if albums. If I was a one-hit one wonder, yeah. But, I mean, but Jimi Hendrix wasn't a one-hit wonder. No, no. If but I was, was like—if I had other quality material, like, you know, I mean, you could, I mean, you could run down the line on Jimi Hendrix— but if the only thing if I if I wanted to play what was that one uh, I don't know whatever you know are you experienced are you whatever the that's stuff the album is. yeah yeah but it, it was a song called Experience. yeah you're right you're right so but he only had one like mainstream popular song and that was Foxy Lady off I that mean, album oh, or oh. just in general through his career I mean despite all the great songs he put out the commercially successful Purple Haze wasn't as commercially successful as, as that was as, as Foxy Lady that was the only real commercially successful song about Electric Lady Land. Again, great song, but not commercially Trevor, successful. Man, I think you're being like hypercritical, man. No, I'm, I love Jimmy Anderson. <laughs> I love all the songs you mentioned. But I mean, if you go to, I'm talking about just songs that were like top ten Billboard commercials. Ah, you're talking about what sold? Okay. Yeah, and that's what. And, and, and you know, sure. Janis Joplin had yeah. numerous great songs. She only had one number one hit. I mean, ever. I mean, Otis Redding had great songs. He only had one number one hit ever. Yeah, I mean, but but was, so but, but that's what I'm saying. So I mean, if you were. I, yeah, that, that guy. Was, you don't want to play that one song every but time. Not, but I mean, that's not. It's not. That's not saying like. That's like. That's kind of when you get into that kind of comparison. It's like saying you know, um, I don't know. Uh, what's that song? Who's that group that sings "Sex"? I like sex and can Marcy's Playground. Yeah, that's like saying Marcy's Playground. <laughs> but they really, they were really one hit wonders. Yeah, they were. Yeah, Dixie you know Land Runners. Now they've got to play that song because if you get on, if they come on and sing something else, you're like, what? They gotta play that song, but Jimi Hendrix didn't have to play Foxy Lady. No, but there were people out. that would still go to his concert that only knew him still at the time. And oh, I've read yeah. this before. Well, that's, that that's were just their fault. yeah. I mean, if I, I was him, I'd play with my back to him like Miles Davis. Be- best story I ever read involving a one-hit wonder was Billy Ray Cyrus. He knew how to do it. I read when back in the day when he when Achy Breaky Heart was popular, he opened with it. He sang it in the middle of his set. He ended with <laughs> it, and he did it twice in the encore. 
He knew where his bread and butter was laid <laughs> yeah. until his daughter started paying his bills later he on in life. To. He knew where he knew what they came to see. They didn't come here to see him sing Arkansas on my heart or whatever other song he ever had. I can't name another one. Uh, he was from Arkansas, so we're gonna say that. But oh. uh <laughs> but nonetheless, they knew there the city break your heart. But you didn't answer my question. Would you, if you were a one hit wonder, would you still, would you be one of those guys that say, I don't want to play a song because I'm sick of hearing it? You got to play. If you're, if you're only a one hit wonder, you got to play. You got to play what they bring you there for. Right. But some people don't. There's some artists that so I'm pretty cool. sure if, if oh, there's yeah. a, if they there's don't a, get booked a lot. Yeah. They, I'm pretty well, sure it's in a contract. A like, anyway, you have to play right? this one <laughs> song, but it's all you know for. Like yeah. Prince, for example, he doesn't play any of his old stuff. He what, tries to play. Yeah. He tries to play his new material. Game but people want to hear his old material, but he has more. He has enough clout. Oh yeah, for these bookers to still book him without playing his old stuff. Reminds me when I saw Black Crows in concert. They opened for Tom Petty, and and I went there wanting to hear you know, uh, uh, Rump Shaker, not Rump Shaker, it's <laughs> Rex and Effect, but uh, some of them were probably, I talked to Angels and things like that. I want to hear those songs, and they oh, played man. all their new album. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hear this. I want to hear the stuff that was popular. I want to hear the stuff I know you for. Well, Tom Petty was great, but you know. Oh yeah, Tom Petty. I mean, but yeah, Prince. I mean, Prince is like in a whole different stratosphere. I mean, he could play so Vanilla Ice twenty songs. Vanilla Ice, you, you, you might not get to, play to the Ice Ice Baby. That's a, there's a good example yeah. of someone who would refuse to play his one hit one. Now Vanilla book Ice, yeah. yeah. What was the other one? He had another one, didn't he? I just know Ice. He Ice. had the Ninja Turtle song. Does that count as popular? No. Ice Ice Baby. He I also had, he had the like, uh, he the, the B side of that single, which makes me sound old when I say single. Rico Suave. He's only getting booked to do Rico Suave. <laughs> uh, play that funky yeah, yeah. music, which was a White Cherry remix. That's right. Play that funky. music. That was the other song he had. It was kind of popular. Yeah. I mean, you know, but he's got to, you know, he's got to do it though. It's Rico Suave, yeah, Rico he's got to play Rico Suave. Suave. He's got to. That's the only thing yeah. people know him from in the U.S. But I don't I think, think he, he even plays that. music anymore. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Shabba <laughs> Ranks got to play Mr. Loverman wherever he goes. I mean, there's certain yeah. songs they have yeah. to do and where Ricky they go. Martin does a song. He has to do uh, "Living in the Middle you, you There you go, Ricky Martin, man. I don't know. Ricky Martin. Because you had me on the Spanish oh, side of things. You said the Rico Suave guy. Ricky Martin. <laughs> um, all right. When Manudo say <laughs> shake your head like DC. Hey, nothing wrong with alternative lifestyles. Uh, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's where your mind <laughs> went, mind did. The theme of the show is love, man. We love everybody. And sneakers. Yeah. I mean, we're not like the Alabama Supreme Court, man. <laughs> you know? But yes. Yeah, Let's talk it over. <laughs> sneakers. That's right. Let's talk it over. Lawyerforthecity.com. We love everybody. Be careful out there driving. Um, but if you have an accident, you know who to call. <laughs> Lawyerforthecity.com. Lawyerforthecity.com. And then, but you know, and then go get a slice of Daddy Green's pizza. Carlo, anything? What's you haven't been in Daddy a while, Green man. Deliver, no, I man, man, yeah, no, the, the real world's been keeping me out of here, but I'm here today, man. Snow can keep me away. I just got a text. Poor cards. <laughs> That's my text. My sister just texted me. She said, poor cards. I don't know, man. I mean, oh, yeah, I have one question. What is a Louisville man? I don't know what you're talking about. Somebody <laughs> born and raised in Louisville? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, is that like a Morehouse man or something? It's like a new phrase, right? Do, do they Louisville graduate man. from Louisville? Or are they just saying, <laughs> is it somebody saying, that, 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 hey, I'm a Louisville nah, man? Do they people, graduate from Louisville? I thought Patino coined the phrase. Oh, did, I had Louisville no idea. Man. He's like, you know, that's not what a Louisville man is all about. Oh, yeah, prediction. I think I predicted it last week. Chris Jones, he's getting off, man. Yeah, I, I've read some of the latest reports. Uh, yeah, he's getting off. I don't know, man. He's, he's 71 59 Notre Dame. Either way, uh, 
his life is, is ruined, though. Is he coming back? Is he going to be able to have an opportunity to play overseas after this? Where's his career go? <laughs> he can go there with Starbury. Right. Go, go to Beijing. Put a tattoo on his head. Yeah, man, it's, it's unfortunate. Come up with some shoes that fall apart. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they don't mind him in Saudi Arabia. He can play over there. What about the other two gentlemen? Oh lord, the other two guys. Uh, is everybody exonerated? Or just him? You talking your about opinion? Tilford and the other guy? Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. Nobody cares about them, right? So that probably, I mean, you know, not so to will say they, they be the they, two to take the rap if he, really if he gets off. Somebody has to take a hit. Well, they got hit. He's got. Hit, he's got two char two different women. Then they. Only, what about the other two guys? They've got one. Hmm. So they we'll see how that plays out. They'll have a better chance, I would think. I don't know. Who knows? But uh hate some, to hear that for anybody, you know. Is you know, Palomalu the, retiring, man? They said the Steelers want him. We should have asked the inside man. He'd probably hope he retires, so he should have retired. Been kind of his better days are beyond him. It's a tough game, man. Much he's, like his hair, his better days are behind him. He's yeah. no, he's no Ed Reed. He's got those self, what is it, self and blue head and shoulders. <laughs> yeah, he's, got, he's always gonna have head and shoulders laying back yeah. on. I mean, he's all good. But look, we're about to wrap it up, Carlo. Any last shots? This Saturday, I'll be at the Virginia game taking pictures. So you, you see those on uh, Out of Bounds Radio. You did something last week, right? Uh, last boxing. week, I was at uh, well, boxing was at the Pedinas Club this past Saturday. It was a private oh, fight, they private event. Yeah, I was one of the officials. I got to judge the uh, the event for the night. Uh, it was an exciting card, huge crowd. You know, those guys really know how to set it out and party. There we go. Yeah, for Dennis Club. <laughs> shout out to but, uh, hey, Gandolfo. I, oh, I want to say one thing. Brooklyn, yeah, shout out to Mike Gandolfo. I got to run into that guy. John Helson. You know, he's always carrying around some uh, a great cigar on him. He has he's had some of the best cigar taste that I know, man. A Rocky, Patel. he knows how to pick a cigar. Mike Gandolfo. Shout out to him. But one thing I want to say about boxing and Louisville. What's that? I'm tired of guys who say that they fight and they never want to fight when it comes to get on the card. Oh. They're like, oh, I'm training and I'm doing this. But when it's time to fight and you find them an opponent, they back out every single time. I'm getting tired of guys to do that and they know who they are. Hey, this is this, this a side note. I never, <laughs> the lawyer for the Boston Bomber said it was him. He opened up and said it was him. He did it. Did what? He bombed the people in the Boston Marathon. What? What are you talking about? You know, the the kid, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Boston Marathon. Those, the, those are type actions on, that you do on, when you're going to claim insanity. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, so the kids finally admit to Yeah, the Russian kids. Oh, well, don't, <laughs> I was about to cut Tarson, Tarsnayev. I'd say no, no, uh, no. You know his first day for the trial. No blank, Sherlock. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think they're trying <laughs> to save his life, man. Ah, so if he, if, he, if he missed to it, then he he just gets life in prison? Well, you know, remorse and all the other stuff. Oh, man. But look, man, you know, we got to end it on the – Give him the shirt. Sports, this is yeah. a sports show. Give him the shirt. Boston Marathon. But look, hey, 30 and 0, all that other stuff, lawyerforthecity.com, OOB Radio, slash Facebook, whatever, whatever. Uh, Carlo Keller, Brandon Lawrence, Trevor Kelsey, we're out of here, out of bounds next week. We love you, Louisville. Peace. Strap with the gum bomb.